0: Praise the Lord. Thank you to everybody that's uh, performed here tonight. It's been a fantastic night and all the people said, Amen. Amen. All right, so um, I've just been asked to uh, make a couple of comments as we uh, draw towards the end of 2020. And uh, much has been said about it and um, I guess that we wonder how we can sum up. A year that's just gone and uh, the verse that comes to mind which many of us know very well Romans 8 verse 28 and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose now we are people that love God we love him because he first loved us and uh, we appreciate what he did for us And we just want to show our love for him by serving him and serving other people, our brothers and sisters, and even our enemies, as Jesus taught us to do. But sometimes we wonder when we're going through difficult challenges as to how this is all going to work out. But it's just the assurance that you have in the Lord that he knows what's ahead, as has been pointed out many times already, Who would have dreamed a year ago of all that was going to happen during this particular year that's just gone? But God knew all about it and he was wanting to achieve certain things throughout the world, fulfilling his plan, all the nations lining up and we don't know exactly how it's all going to end but we know that, uh, well, it's going to all blow up one day. Uh, But praise the Lord. He's got a plan not just for the nations. I think this is, um, it's like when I, I breathe on flowers and they wilt. <laughs> <coughs> I was never very good with flowers. Once I bought Janet some flowers and she wondered what I'd done wrong. So I didn't do it again. <laughs> so I praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. I didn't need to. Anyway, praise the Lord. I think it's okay. All right. So, um, yes, I started off being serious. So we've got to work it all out as to what God is wanting to do with us. And so here we have, We've got uh, the technician to the rescue. Yeah, it's... I'll give you the emotional one. The emotional <laughs> one. Yes, okay. (laughs) Well, I have... All right. Thank you, Scott. The expert on emotional things. Okay. (laughs) All right, praise the Lord. Okay, so I want to turn to another scripture and... um, Because God loves us, and we love him, and he's got a purpose for us, how can we sum up what we have learned over 2020? And I'm taking you to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and I'll read a couple of verses here. And verse 12, For as the body is one, talking of a human body as a comparison, and has many members... And all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. And so he draws us to the attention of thinking about our own human bodies. And what an amazing invention that God made there when he made human beings. And uh, all the different uh, working parts. And uh, yet they all need to, to work together to make that body function the way that God meant it to do. And so it is in the body of Christ. And he goes on to say, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, no matter of our nationality, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. And so something that a lot of people who um, profess to be Christians don't seem to know much about is about the Holy Spirit. And uh, I was one of those people. I, um, as I think some of you know, today, tonight, is my spiritual birthday. 63 years ago tonight in Sir RSL Hall. Hall, It wasn't a uh, um, a wild party or anything. It was better than that. I received the Holy Spirit and I spoke in tongues. And uh, prior to that, I'd heard about the Holy Spirit I'd heard of the Father and the Son, but I didn't quite know where the Holy Spirit fitted into it all. But that night I found out for sure, because it was a real experience. The Holy Spirit came to dwell inside of me. I burst forth speaking in tongues, and my life was changed forever. And uh, so I became a member of the spiritual body of Christ. And uh, the majority of you here know what I'm talking about from your own experience. You too. Are members of the body of Christ and each one of us represents in some way or other in ways which we don't fully understand as to what particular part that you are in that body and maybe this events of the last 12 months might have helped to clarify in our own minds what part in the body that we are meant to play and I guess that just as in the human body, uh, the function of it changes over the years as uh, we get older and uh, we go through different phases, that we, even the parts which we use all the time uh, get used for different things. And so we have to be prepared to change. And maybe God has been changing us, us all to some degree, and uh, for the better, of course. And uh, I believe that uh, in my own life, I've uh, felt this. It's just that time in, in, in my life when it was time to, to move back. And uh, well, over the last couple of years, I've, I've pulled back from some of the responsibilities that I had and uh, I've found new things to do. And maybe having a bit more time because the old body sort of reminds me of how old it is. Uh, and so, uh, and, and a lot of you understand that. And so for others as well, as you grow from childhood into uh, adolescence and then into maturity of uh, adulthood and uh, maybe into marriage and families and all these things, will uh, your roles change to a degree. Anyway, let's have a look a little bit more here. Uh, it says, for the body is not one member but many. And it says, if the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not the body, is it therefore not of the body? And so it's quite an interesting thing here. He's, uh, he's got our parts which aren't designed to speak, actually talking to each other. And uh, so we've got a foot. Uh, well, what do you use a foot for? Well, it's uh, pretty handy if you want to get somewhere. And so you use it to walk around on. And what do you use your hand for? It's something different. Some people can walk on their hands. But most of us prefer to walk on our feet. And so our hands are a very useful part of our body. And uh, so that one can't say to the other, well, uh, uh, because I'm not what you are, well, I'm jealous of you. And so maybe the the foot could say, well, look, I I wish I could do all those amazing things you do with the hand or the hand or vice versa. And it, it it just sounds silly to talk that way. And of course it is. And it's silly for us. To, uh, to wish that we were something different. God has made us the way that he has made us and he is wanting to continue to improve on what our particular function is. And uh, using these illustrations, we know that hands can do amazing things, but they need to be trained to do more things. And, and, and so it is with the other members of our particular body. We read here, And if the ear shall say, because I'm not the eye, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? We need all of these limbs and uh, senses to make our body operate to its best ability. But now has God set them in the members, every one of them in the body, as it has pleased him. So let's bear that in mind. All things work together for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose. He has a purpose for each and every one of us. And I'd like to think that over the last 12 months that many of us have a clearer picture now of what our particular function in the body of Christ is. And it may have altered to what we had uh, had been doing quite successfully before. Or maybe we were frustrated because we didn't quite find where we fit in. But what I have observed, and I think this is observed around the world, is that there is a pulling together of the body of Christ. That the part that we know about, the revival fellowship throughout the world. Let's read a little bit more. It says... Uh, if all were one member, where were with the body? But now are the many members, yet but one body, and the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, more, no much more, those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honourable, upon these we bestow more abundant honour that our only carts have uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. And one of the things that has uh, been evident, I think, in many of our fellowships around the world and our observations here in Adelaide, uh, we know firsthand, of course, is that some people who uh, have a greater need have actually been brought to our attention. And maybe the fact that we've been isolated and uh, some people have found it difficult to get to meetings and so on, that uh, people have come to their aid in a, a variety of ways that um, when at first uh, the lockdown first came and we we're only allowed to have uh, maybe up to nine people uh, uh, broadcasting from our centers and so on. And uh, it, the first couple of weeks uh, because I wasn't required uh, at the Vogue and uh, well, if they didn't want me to preach, I can't do anything else. So they, they, they didn't want me. And uh, so, but I stayed home and my daughter whose husband was busy uh, down at, at Woodcroft and uh, they didn't want her there. So, But we consoled each other and, uh, and we, we met together in our home, watched it all on live stream. We even found out how to work it on the TV with, the, with great help from other people. Um, and so it was really nice to, to spend a little bit of time with my daughter and uh, hopefully um, she enjoyed it too, I didn't ask her. But... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, but there was some bonding there. But for, for this to happen, there were people who gave a lot of time and, and used their technical skills for us to be able to get it live streamed to us. And then there was the Zooming and all this sort of thing. And, uh, you know, I won't go on too long because at nine o'clock tomorrow morning, I'm Zooming over to Liverpool and back again. And it sounds like it'll be a fairly long trip. And uh, so... Uh, But anyway, it was all these sort of things, and uh, the area that I'm involved in, the South Vogue group, that that, uh, Andrew, our area leader, he divided it all up into various sections and he gave uh, uh, particular brothers, would you look out for these uh, people here, and they might be looking after two or three families each and so on, and uh, it it bonded people together, and uh, one of our dear brothers, Ken, is, is very sick at the moment. I saw him in hospital yesterday, and uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's got cancer big time. Uh, but uh, there was another brother who um, had decided a little while ago he wasn't going to come to the meetings anymore. He's been around praying for Ken. And uh, these sort of things, that sort of woke him up this other chap and uh, things like this are happening all around the place and we, here we are uh, praying for people and you know when I was talking to Z- Singapore on Zoom a little while ago I met a, the, the family, our three representatives in the, in the U- Ukraine and I heard we were having prayer for the particular brother there. So all of these sort of things are happening and uh, it's bringing us together and uh, that's, uh, that's really good stuff. And so we're going to read here um, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. And so that's what's happening. We all realise how much we need each other, but as well as that, it's um, it's opening up other opportunities that um, maybe in a little way, but. To my observations, we had a, a, a mini-major lockdown which lasted 24 hours, and uh, when, uh, um, when it sort of eased a little bit and was able to go for a walk, I, I just walked down the street in the evening and had a little witness to a couple of people. People just seemed to want to talk, as they, as they don't normally do. Usually they've got some funny object in their ears and you say hello to them and they, they, they must be deaf. And um, so all these sort of things, there are opportunities opening up that we didn't have before. People we hear of that, that used to be in our fellowship are listening into us on the live streaming and some of them are making their way back again. So there's all sorts of wonderful things happening. We can think of all the bad things and so on. Uh, And we're very fortunate here in Australia and we think to to our brothers and sisters overseas that are in serious lockdown, uh, we're praying for you as you've been praying for us and uh, we uh, uh, will be rejoicing with you as you can get to see each other more and more. The other thing which is very, very obvious now that uh, our restrictions are pretty much lifted here in Adelaide, uh, that when people come back to the meetings... They don't want to go home. They're just loving being there. They've really missed each other. And so that's a good reminder too. We were told all along we needed each other with one of the big things. We just made to realise it more and more. And so there's lots of good things that are coming out of it. And God can make good things out of bad and so just a few little thoughts so you can think of all sorts of things I'm sure and maybe that's the challenge I want to leave with you think about the good things that have have come out of this and that will continue to come out throughout the, the year that's just ahead of us